Sound is speeding. Check one, two. What's going on? Welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, April 20th, bro. Yo, it's 420. Chai, forgot it was 420. Oh my God. Motherfucking weed Christmas. I can't get enough of this. Got some backwoods, some weed to smoke. Cause you know, on the weed we choke, choke. On a weed smoke, yo, happy 420, Josh, gone on, happy 420, buddy, we guys fucking can't go, normally we fucking go and get outside and go to the place and be smoking the dope with all the people, smoke, smoke the dope, smoke with the people. And now nobody could do that anymore, bro. This just realized to me, man. I've been going to 420 celebrations ever since I was like 15 years old in Edmonton. All the stoners would congregate at the ledge, at the legislative building, man, for the province of Alberta because Edmonton's the capital. So we would all go to the ledge grounds and everyone would just get fucking stoned. And there'd be like 10,000 people there. And I remember when I, when I first started going in high school, it was like chills because there's like a bandstand there and they would like let us use the bandstand. There'd be like music and it was like an event. But then for some reason, like after high school changed and they turned like super narc and like just when let they put fences around and there was like a bunch of cops everywhere. And one year they tried to shut it down. They brought like a thousand cops and then it got like really ugly. Like nobody was like getting hurt or whatever. But like everyone was like screaming, yelling at the cops. Cause it was even a thousand cops is like, yo, it's 10,000 people just sitting around trying to get high, man. Like what the fuck are you guys doing? And then 420, I don't know, like it just turned it. Then I moved here and then it was like always like a thing at Young Dundas Square and there'd be like 20,000 people there and that was highly embraced. And now it's just over, man. I used to have 420 shows and just, yeah, man, weed Christmas, bro. What the fuck happened? (laughs) Now nobody, I wonder if there's going to be some defiant, I haven't heard anything of any sort of like weed shit going on. What is it right now? It's 1.40 in Toronto time right now. So I don't know. Maybe at 4.20, I'll just go out. I'll roll fat blunt. I'll go out on the balcony and I'll raise it to the sky. And hopefully you will too. <laughs> it's fucking 4.20. You guys like my... Oh, yo, what's up? Let's go. Oh, speaking of weed, shout out to our motherfucking sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com. Yo, it's 420 today. You can use the promo code 420 and the promo code Drew. You could stack both of those promo codes. I checked that out today. So you can fucking stack those promo codes and uh, uh, you could get 20% off today off your fucking dope. And they got a bunch of shit going on there. They got some new uh, trips in. I'm, I'm not a quads guy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a trips guy. I, I fuck with the trips. Uh, so yeah, go go to kingtutscannabis.com, our sponsor, use the promo code Drew, get 10% off. And if you're using it today on 420, I'm going to upload this, then you can fucking get extra 10% off until midnight BC time. So that's like one in the morning, Alberta time. If you're listening to this in Alberta or two in the morning, Ontario time. If you're listening to this in fucking Ontario or wherever the fuck else you are. Um, and also shout out to my motherfucking Patreons, the break even boys. we got a new Patreon shout out Taryn. Welcome to the club. This guy's an OG fan from fucking back in the Saskatoon days when I was on the road out there and he's holding it down. Listen to the podcast, contributing music to segments, man. So what up? Shout out Taryn. Welcome to the Patreons, the break even boys. 
And uh, shout out to every motherfucker in the hood in the north side where you reside. The Drake is still for sale. Let's fucking raise up enough cash and we'll all just take rotating turns living there, man. <laughs> or we can all just hang out there at the same time. If we got 10 dudes to put in fucking 10 G's, that's 100 grand. And then that's enough to get the fucking, to get the money from the bank. We got 10% down on the Drake. We'll get a commercial business loan. We'll fucking mortgage and then we'll fucking get the lease going. We'll buy the Drake. We won't even need the lease, actually. It's not even for lease. It's for fucking sale, buddy. We're going to buy, we're going to be landowners after this. We'll be certified fucking landowners on a prime piece of real estate on 118th Avenue, which is currently in the process of revitalization and rejuvenation. Moving forward, man. <laughs> Yo, you guys like my fucking sideburns and stash? I know Courtney's not really down with the sideburns. The stash is all good, but the sideburns are fucking... I had a little weird little fucking guy going right here, too, but I said fuck it. Uh, but this is the time, man. You guys are in fucking quarantine. Do whatever the fuck you want with your face and hair. <laughs> Make yourself look like whatever you want. Get a big curly mustache if you always wanted one of those. Get just just get two little fucking patches of fur right there. Who cares? Just do little two circles. That's what your beard is now. Just two little circles right there. Maybe just patchwork of circles. Do whatever the fuck you want, man. If you never had a, you know, shave your head if you want. Who cares what you look like? Doesn't matter. The only the people that you live with. But if you live with them, then then fuck them. <laughs> they gotta look at you, not the other way around. <laughs> So if you've always been curious as to what you look like with fucking no eyebrows, then now's the time. I've never been curious as to what I look like with no eyebrows. There's such a defining feature on my face that I couldn't imagine me without them. <laughs> okay, well, that was a good fucking round off the top there. Let's, uh, where's you? Oh, God, why did I do it like that? What the fuck? How am I doing this? Oh, there it is. Okay. Okay, oh, that's blurring out on the thing. How was my week? I don't know, man. I, uh, fucking probably the same as yours. <laughs> I've been hopping on house party, bro, on Friday and Saturday nights. That's what I do now is I just hop on house party, see what kind of bros are hanging around. You should download it, man, if you're on, if you got a phone. It's probably some sort of backdoor way into all your shit, but what is in these days, man? Uh, you know, so I got house party ripping and, uh, it's nice. You just see who, what kind of boys are rolling and then you hop on. It's like boys, 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 boys. My new favorite thing to do on house party is just to pop and drop. I'll just fucking pop in, see what's going on with the boys. Don't say fuck all. Just take a look around, take a cruise. And then just, I'm out, man. I'm done. <laughs> just to fucking pop and drop. I'm here at the motherfucking house party and now I'm gone. <laughs> and now I'm gone. And now I'm gone. Um, yeah, so I've just been fucking house partying and on the app. And then, uh, fuck, bro, reading. I'm reading two books at the same time. He's reading two books at the same time. Not like this. I'm not like double reading them at the same time. But I got a day book and a night book. And they're both Stephen King books, coincidentally enough. I'm reading The Stand during the day, which is a cool book about a dude who's fucking got... Who wakes up from a coma with some fucking powers. And then I'm reading... Um, or no, that's... The, sorry, that, I'm reading The Dead Zone. The Dead Zone is... I'm confusing the titles of the books. I'm reading The Dead Zone, and that's what that book is about. And then I'm also reading The Stand, which is like a post-apocalyptic fucking novel 
about these dudes that survive a fucking virus that wipes out 99% of humanity, which I was talking about. Like, I don't have a more like I kind of have a morbid curiosity as to see what life would have been like with this virus if we would have fucking if it wouldn't have been like three to five percent mortality. But if it would have been upwards of like 60 to 70 percent mortality, like what kind of difference would it have made? But and right now it's it's very just disproportionately affecting like old people. Right. It's like most of the people who are dying from this is old people. But Courtney brought up like what if it was like young people or everyone? If it didn't dis- seemingly discriminate based on age or pre-existing health conditions, if it was something that just fucking came and had I had a three percent mortality rate, regardless of your fucking age or pre-existing health, then what would have our shit looking like, bro? <laughs> oh boy, not a lot of lineups at the fucking Whole Foods. I'll tell you that much. If waiting in line for your fucking organic green smoothie might be a fucking risk to your life, then you're probably not gonna have a chance it. You're just gonna Google the ingredients to make your smoothies at home, aren't you? You're just gonna make your fucking smoothies at home. Well, because if you were to get on an airplane, then one out of every 25 airplanes would fall out of the sky. Would you really get on? Well, no, that's the risk that we're taking when we go outside. But that's not what the fucking rhetoric is because it's just old-ass motherfuckers. And... We're dying by this, you know? And for the most part, young people don't necessarily have to take it seriously. Um, as seriously as as do people who are going to be affected by this to get greater, like a nursing home person. Like, yo, if I was laid up in a nursing home right now, I'd be fucking... Man, I'd be like, leave me alone. <laughs> I'd be like, back the fuck up, Leonard. You fucking get that crib board out of here, buddy. We're not playing today. <laughs> I'd be in fucking straight up isolation, bro. But the, I don't know, man. The, I think isolation, if if our generation had to be isolated, man. But we all know how to play video games and stuff. Like, we fucking used to that shit. Just being fucking laid up. <laughs> I don't know. I, I uh, uh, What do old people do, man, for fun? They don't have Nintendos. I bet you nursing homes, and you'll start seeing that pretty fucking quick, man. In like 20, 30 years, pretty quick. And like, but yo, once like video game, because video games have been around, man, like the 90s. If you were like, you know, a 30-year-old fucking gamer in 1991, and you've been gaming since fucking Super Nintendo or whatever, and you're like, you know, that was 30 years ago, and you're like 60 now, and you like kind of kept up with video games a little bit there's guys out there 56 year old guys who are gamers man for sure got into pc gaming in the early 2000s when they were like 30 and now they're like 50 and they still kept up with it those guys when they retire they're you're just gonna see fucking grandpa just fucking just rolling up with a fucking <laughs> just like just murking motherfuckers yo this angle is like i look like uh what's that guy Courtney, what's that guy's name? What's that guy's name from 90 Day Fiance? David. No, the fucking guy with the no neck. He has no neck, but he looks like this. And he's like, can you shave your legs? Yeah, he's with Rose, but he looks like this. (laughs) Oh, man, he totally looks like this. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened to my neck. (laughs) <laughs> he's like i'm a 2d man <laughs> fuck i can't oh that hurts my neck to do that i've actually got a neck ed thank you ed fucking a ed he looks like this 
<laughs> Watching 90 Day Fiance is the only show. And the Jeopardy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Yo, the Jeopardy is the only thing close to sports now. That's the only thing that is like giving me the juice on sports so they recently just had the college tournament of champions and i was fucking i haven't i can't believe i haven't talked about this yet on the podcast because it was a fucking serious tournament of champions and congratulations straight up goes to fucking nabir from university whatever this guy playing a whole Saurian game man this guy completely absolutely even to the point of pushing his chips all in on his daily doubles man i fucking was very happy to see this guy implement successfully the whole tower strategy man going for the thousand dollar clues right off the bat switching between categories hunting for the daily doubles and when you get the daily doubles especially the first two wagering as much money as possible hopefully your whole stack to double up and really fucking pull away from the pack man this guy won his first game with 30 grand bro every the other two contestants had 800 and 200 bucks this guy had 30 fucking grand man absolute stomping trebek was fucking super stoked to see he was he was the way he shook his hand he was fucking stoked man because he saw the fucking way that holtzhauer changed the game and to see the young players adapt to that meta and implement that similar strategy with success man he was stoked to see that man i think it's keeping trebecca fucking live bro honestly being able to be this mentally sharp and like have your neurons firing and you know this guy doesn't even use a fucking prompter he just rocks a single cam like trebecca just domes all of jeopardy he has the questions on cards in front of him but everything else that isn't a question he's just doming that shit he's just <laughs> okay then <laughs> That guy's a fucking legend, bro. Like, straight the fuck up, man. Trebek, man, I think Jeopardy's keeping that fucking guy alive, man. I'm sad. I'm just worried because they're going to run out of fucking Jeopardy soon. Like, now that there's, like, been this COVID shutdown, they're probably, his filming has been interrupted, so we're going to have to start getting, like, reruns of old Jeopardy episodes, which is, like, now what? I think they're going to have, they're going to start bringing sports back. Honestly, they'll bring back no fucking fan sports. They're going to be, it's going to be fucking weird. And, and people are going to be like, it's going to be, I don't know what it's going to be like, but I think no fan sports. I have a feeling that we're going to see that. But that would be good, man. So many people are going to watch that game, bro. And hopefully these movie distributors like figure out the fucking direct to consumer, like buddy, Disney or whatever the fuck, like 20th Century Fox. Like if you guys want to release a movie, like I'll just straight up buy that for like 12 bucks on my tv box you know and then when it comes out yeah it sure costs 12 bucks to go see a ticket in the movie theater but i would prefer to just be at home fucking lurking you know snuggled up with a motherfucking blankie (laughs) than out there some people enjoy the movie theater experience and i do for some things but for most of the things i would just want to fucking i'll just buy the movie if you release it on the same friday i'll fucking get it home (laughs) so hopefully a lot of this shit changes man to like a more like at home, everyone could just motherfucking chill, UBI, get movies to your house. Everyone could just fucking relax, man. <laughs> just fucking relax. All right, fuck. I got some fucking focaccia going. I got some fucking buttermilk fried chicken brining. I got some more sourdoughs planning for tomorrow. It's going to be good. You fucking gonna begin.
Reptilian overlords Beam me up in your spaceship away from here Reptilian overlords Climbing from underneath Take me to the stars And when the reptilian overlord Mathalanu Says unto thee Do you accept the tiny insects for lunch? You say yum, yum.